found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Tuesday. It is the 17th day of January as we prepare for yet another day. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning, Dale. Good to see you again. It's great to see you, buddy. As always. Oh, it's a pleasure. You may have uh, seen this if you watch the uh, On Patrol Live. Hmm. But this happened in Beach Grove and it's been all over the television news where a uh, father was arrested after his toddler's son was on that live show waving a gun as he wandered in the apartment building. It's a nine millimeter. Seriously. Four-year-old kid, yeah. Gosh. Led to an investigation by Beach Grove police. Footage from a neighbor's ring doorbell appeared to show the boy only in a pull-up, playing with a weapon and even pulling the trigger at one point that was shown on the docuseries Saturday. Mm. The neighbor called police, which led officers to Shane Osborne's home where he was asked about the gun-toting toddler. With cameras rolling for the docuseries, Osborne told cops he was sick and asleep. When his son left the home, they didn't have a gun in the apartment due to previous felonies. Mm. But a gun was later found in the back of a roll-top desk. Oh. 15 rounds inside the gun. None in the chamber. One officer at the scene said... The uh, recovered weapon was a Smith & Wesson 9mm, and that's what the kid was waving around. Footage from On Patrol Live showed the father taken from the apartment in handcuffs. So uh, they got a good uh, shot of that one. Wow. But imagine that. The kid just out, he was, you know, just out in the hallway, waving it around. Gosh. And to think that... Um, you're letting kids have access to anything like that. It's unbelievable, mm-hmm. but it happens, that's for sure. If you've got a, a webcam, a cybersecurity expert has revealed signs that hackers are actually using your webcam or smartphone camera to spy on you. Mm. The top three signs to be on the lookout for and extor extortionists contacting you and extort you know somebody hey i got something on you yeah yeah they're going to tell you that a blinking webcam or camera light and the device's battery draining faster than usual that's Hmm. how you know a hacker only needs to implant a small bit of malicious code to gain access to cameras and users may never know that they're under attack Data shows that one in two Americans are unaware that their webcam can be hacked. To lower that risk, use a camera cover and constantly update your operating system. Also known as a piece of tape. (laughs) You just put a piece of tape right over that. Okay, so do they sell like camera covers? So they would cost, yeah, I don't know what. I've never heard of it. Or you could go with tape. I've I've never heard of a camera cover before. which are you going to go with, tape <laughs> or a camera cover? <laughs> uh, let me see here. Piece of tape. 
Matthew's researching to see if there is such a thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're go. like they're like six bucks. All right, there you go. So. Six bucks, or you can use a piece of tape. <laughs> you you make the decision. You decide. They're anywhere from like six to nine bucks. <laughs> And they can go over your little, like, built-in, you know, camera at the top of your monitor. Or you can get one for your, you know, like, external webcam. Okay. (laughs) Or you could use a piece of tape. Tape can leave blurry residue. Oh, no. I suppose it could (laughs) if you use the wrong kind of tape. Yeah. Do you have a recommended kind? If I had to guess, your lens is blurry anyway. <laughs> if I had to guess. Okay. Uh, no recommendations on the tape. Just be careful. <laughs> I would say some decent painter's tape would work. I would say some scotch tape. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Maybe some masking tape, you know. Or buy a cover. We can get a cover. Six bucks. In fact, I think that'll get you, like, you know, a handful for okay. all your devices. <laughs> there you go. Get you five or six of those. Oh, a six-pack for six bucks. There you there go. There you go. See? <laughs> this says <laughs> <laughs> that last year, electric vehicles reached 10% of the market share. I'd never dreamed that. 10%. That's for the first time during a decline in sales of new vehicles. While sales of new electric vehicles in the U.S. are lagging behind at just under 6%. The LMC Automotive Research Group says EVs accounted for 19% of auto sales in China last year and 11% in Europe. Researchers say sales of fully electric vehicles were up 68% year-on-year, while overall auto sales dropped 1%. You know, on TV, I'm just starting to now really see the auto ads yeah they're really yeah. coming back pretty strong i guess yep. they're getting chips now perhaps apparently <laughs> yeah because you're seeing them and they're offering those deals yeah you know the big deals that you used to see that you didn't for a long time that's true so um this says that tesla remains the world's leading maker of electric vehicles but chinese rivals byd and saic motors are catching up and Volkswagen is in fourth place. Hmm. Wouldn't you know? Right now, I would think if I, if I was going to do this, because they only get about four hundred miles per charge, right? Um, Roughly something. Depending like, on how you drive yeah. them, I'd rather get a hybrid. Yeah. You know, with a four-cylinder engine or something that I could maybe get a, a thousand miles out of total. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, that's... I mean, that's what I'd rather do. I yeah. Know. And then the charging facilities are just not readily available, right? I mean, you could install one at your home. Well, I'm, but if you're on the road. But if you're on the road, yeah. You know, I don't know, you know, how readily available right now they are. So, and do you have to change your? Surely you'd have to change your home's power supply, wouldn't you? Um, I could be wrong. Okay. Okay. But I'm fairly certain it's okay. two twenty. Okay. They charge on a 220 outlet, I think. Okay. So, like, what your dryer would be. Okay. Okay. So, you could just use your dryer core. Like, our window AC has a 220, you know. Okay. All right. And you just, you know, 
pull it out there. And I could I could be wrong on that. Yeah, we don't. I'm, I'm not sure, but but it isn't too terribly inconvenient to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It is uh, six thirty. We'll take a break for news, a look at weather, and we'll have more tidbits. And um, it, it, I was just outside a little bit ago. Yeah. Very warm. It is. It feels to me. It is warmer than what it is. Yeah. And it's just it's very comfortable. I was thinking about going bare chested, you know, briefly around the block, you know. So we'll take a look at that weather and uh, more coming up. News for the Diamond Marketplace. Good morning, I'm Karen Stearns. The 101st Betty White birthday celebration at Pets R Us, formerly the Cass County Humane Society, will be today from 4 to 5.30 p.m. The Pets R Us Junior Board will host this free event, which is open to the public. RSVP by calling the shelter at 574-516-1526. The Peru Mayor's Office released a statement after a city council meeting held on January 9th brought questions regarding testing being conducted by Schneider Electric Square D, located at 252 North Tipicanoo Street in Peru. Schneider began testing the site last year and found trichloroethene in the ground under their facility. According to the mayor's office, they were just made aware last week that Schneider was intending to test residences surrounding their facility. The release promised residents the mayor's office and the city of Peru will demand answers from Schneider and the Indiana Department of Environmental Management. They will keep the public aware of any new developments on the city's webpage and their Facebook page. The Kokomo police are asking for assistance from the public after several deaths which have been attributed to drug overdoses. They ask that anyone with information regarding overdose deaths contact the Kokomo Police Department hotline at 765-456-7017 on the Kokomo PD app or by texting TIPKPD to 847-411. That's news from Iron Horse Broadcasting. I'm Karen Stearns. Increasing clouds today if you've have been out you see the moon hmm. there's some moon moonshine and uh, we'll see increasing clouds temperatures holding fairly steady right now we're at uh, like 43 44 degrees and it just feels warmer to me mm-hmm. but uh, then uh, clouds tonight uh, low temperature of 34 could see some rain wednesday otherwise cloudy a high of 44 more rain wednesday night low temperature of 39 Thursday brings a threat of rain, otherwise cloudy, with a high of 50. And then uh, for Friday, mostly cloudy and cooler, with a high then of just 35. Yesterday, we hit 46, 44, the morning low, and current temperature last I checked. Very comfortable. Yeah, and it's weird because last night I felt like it was still in the 40s, but it felt way colder last night than this morning. Humidity levels, perhaps? Maybe. I don't know. That's why I'm wearing this thick thing today, because I thought... It's going to be... Oh, you're overdressed. I am. I'm way overdressed. It's crazy. Anywho, around the Diamond Marketplace, it's 44 in Kokomo. Peru is 45. Rochester, 45. Locally, we've got some a few clouds and 42 at the airport. Okay. Now, this is the wave of the future. I think we should get in this. Oh, so we're right back at it. Yeah. Okay. We, 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 okay. No. no. Yeah, right. I would have gave you a note. Well. You know. <laughs> We stay informed here between one another. We do. There's yeah. good communication. Yeah. That's true. That is true. So we're going to get in this business, Matt. Fertilizers containing human waste oh. could combat global warming. Fertilizers. Okay. An international team of researchers say that recycling someone's waste is safe. 
effective and provides an excellent alternative to chemicals which can pollute the environment. Mm. They add that our toilets may become manufacturing plants for the agricultural industry in the future. So see when you, you know, well, I just added a little phosphate there. I don't know. There you go. Phosphate's not good. Mm. But um, producing traditional fertilizer is energy intensive, very expensive right now, resulting in significant carbon dioxide emissions. The team found that products derived from recycled human urine and feces are viable and safe nitrogen fertilizers for cabbage cultivation. So how do you... <coughs> Isn't that when we end up with E. coli? I think it's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> because we always get the manufacturing coming out of Mexico or something. Right. And they're just crapping in the field, okay, or whatever they're doing. Sure. And we get E. coli here locally. <laughs> I get. Of course, you're always supposed to wash your stuff. Yeah. You're supposed to. Yeah, you're right. Says fertilizers from nitrified human urine gave similar yields <coughs> as a conventional fertilizer product and didn't show any risk regarding transmission of pathogens or uh, pharmaceuticals. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know, man. This this seems. Just... <sighs> you do that in your garden locally. It's fine. <laughs> You shouldn't get in trouble. You're fertilizing your garden. You're peeing on your corn. Won't that kill it? Does it kill it? Doesn't dog urine, you know, grass. No, you know, I don't know. Imagine you know, stir up your turds before you go out and sprinkle. <laughs> That's you know. like, how does the collection process for this work? You take out the... You know, you know, put a bag over it and... <laughs> It should be rather simple. <laughs> it's just I just envisioned something the size of a bread maker. You know, you pull out of there. <laughs> and, and the youngest in the family has to dump it. Oh, know, yeah. That's his know. job. Yeah. All right. Go out there and dump it. Uh, <laughs> well, we have a, a, well, we have a third bin next to our recycling and trash. A turd trap. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be here on one, of course, on on Thursday. Bobby, get the turds out. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know how this works. But, you know, we use hog manure. If you go out the country, you you smell that. It's it's not pleasant to smell. But uh, it does a good job of fertilizing. Although, strangely, whenever I smell it, it just reminds me of my childhood growing up in the country. Yep. And, you know, it kind of reminds me of home, actually. <laughs> yes, I grew up in a pen. <laughs> no, we, we grew up. There were a couple of hog farms yeah. around the area. I mean, it's just part and of you life smell out it. there. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was just part, yeah. It's not with you. necessarily offensive to me. No, it's just, it's, yeah, it's just another day. Yeah, I mean, another day in paradise. You're in, you're pretty in the country. Much, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you watched football last night, you saw that Dallas cremated Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, thirty-one to fourteen. 
So, so long, Tom. Prescott uh, did pretty well. Dak, uh, 25 of 33 passing, 305 yards. Wow. So they'll uh, take a trip now to San Fran to face the Niners in the NFC Divisional Round next Sunday. Next Sunday. It'll be Sunday night football. (laughs) Brady, who signed with Tampa Bay back in 2020, led them to a Super Bowl two years ago, will be a free agent. Now, this this is an interesting year because it's it, it's anyone's game. Like, it really is. My gut says, really, it's it's Kansas City's to lose. That's what my gut says. But I think even Kansas City is beatable. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're not indestructible by any means. Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, anybody it can. It really is interesting. It really is. Yeah. So, who knows I, what's going to happen. I enjoy this year, really. Yeah. Because, and it was a year of bitter disappointments. Yeah. You know, I thought the Colts would have been a part of this, well, but uh, I was bitter disappointed. <laughs> All right, let's uh, take a listen to what Tommy has to say Okay, at his uh, post-game press conference. I just want to say thank you guys for everything this year. I really appreciate all your effort, and I know it's hard for you guys, too. It's hard for us players to make it through, and you guys got a tough job, and I appreciate all that you guys do to cover us and everyone who watches and is a big fan of the sport. We're very grateful for everyone's support and um you know hopefully um you know i love this organization it's a great place to be and thank you everybody for welcoming me all you regulars and um just very grateful for the respect and and i hope i gave the same thing back to you guys so thank you very much appreciate it well he retired briefly last february of course that was very brief right before he changed his mind and returned for a 23rd season at the age of 45 so Somebody wants him, you know, Las Vegas wants him bad. Yeah. And there's some other organizations that want him. He could play for the Colts next year. Just imagine that. People have talked about that. Yeah. How about we pump the brakes on the old timers, okay? <laughs> pump the brakes. <laughs> you know, we picked up another old timer last season and he didn't perform so well. It's like it was fun while let's let's just uh maybe try and I don't know. Have some new new talent. <laughs> You know, I, I don't know what the Colts will do, but, um, of course, they're looking for a coach. Yeah. They've interviewed several already, like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Been quite a few. So they'll go through the uh, the numbers. Oftentimes, you end up with the same guys. You know, they get fired. It's like Lovey Smith, okay? <laughs> Lovey's been around the block, yes. okay? Uh, and you know, it's like he kind of reminds me of Romeo Cornell back in the day. You know, it's like everybody hired Romeo, and they all he'd come in like go three wins in a season, get fired. Go to the next team, three wins, get fired. Oh, but he's a he's a defensive mastermind. So we'll see what the Colts do during the off season as uh, coming up with a coach. Lovey Smith, boy, that'd be because <laughs> Lovey, you know, he was at Houston. And they they were just as bad as the Colts. Now he had some success at Chicago yeah, when he yeah, was there, he right? Yeah, yeah. Then he left Chicago when he left there and went and coached to Illinois. Oh yeah, college yeah, football. Right. Yeah, yeah, so he's he's been around the block. He, he has got lots of time in. That's for sure. I forgot he went to college. Yeah. COVID vaccines may make Botox wear off quicker. No, oh, no. An Israeli study claims that Botox injections used to minimize <laughs> forehead. And crow's feet lines might be less effective after COVID-19 vaccinations. Researchers found the average time that it took patients to need a top-up 
of the wrinkle smoother, shortened after they receive the Pfizer Moderna vaccine. Hmm. Patients who previously returned every 118 days between injections were coming in around 20 days earlier. Would you ever consider that? No. You wouldn't <laughs> no, get a I'm, Botox. I'm fat enough. I don't need it right now, okay? <laughs> Plumping your cheeks. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Maybe get your lips going. Yeah. <laughs> One doctor made sure to uh, say that the uh, potential cosmetic side effect is not a reason not to get vaccinated. Mm. Okay. Mm. So... I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to write it out from this point on. Yeah. No uh, boosters, no nothing. I'm just, I'm done. Yeah. I just, it doesn't seem to matter if you get, and whether or not those, they say that the current symptoms of this strain yes. are lessened simply because we've all been affected in some way by COVID. Mm-hmm. We're building up some antibodies yeah. and right, so forth. Right. So it's like, just write it out. And right now, there's so many people out, they don't know if they got COVID or the flu or what it is. Yeah, yeah. The symptoms are all very similar. And it's a, you know, but uh, as a whole, a healthy person will recover. Yeah. You know. Now, again, if you're susceptible to those, get your stuff, get Mm -hmm. your shots, Mm -hmm. get your flu shot, get the whatever. But anyway. Pretty sure we had it around the holidays. Yeah. Pretty sure we had it. I think I still, I'm sleepy all the time, just sleepy. Yeah. I'm just wore out. Well. Of course, you know, I'm you bigger quite, issues. I'm quietly quitting, <laughs> and that may not help. Now, this is good news. Spending time outdoors amongst trees, water, yes, and everything else nature has to offer may reduce the need for anxiety drugs and other meds. See, during break at 9 o'clock, I need to go over and sit on the bench by the river and rock. Okay. Look at the river. Yes. Now, uh, actually, in the spring or whenever, when it's really nice, it is wonderful to sit. It up. is. It really, when yeah. we used to golf, you and I mm-hmm. went golfing quite regularly, mm-hmm. and it was just a pleasure to be out there. It really was. It, 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 just to enjoy it. Because we were not yeah. competitive. We didn't, yeah. you know, it was just, we're just out. Just wonderful to be outdoors. Hanging out for four hours playing golf. Yeah. I mean, it was just. It was now, great. the other two that were with us, they, well, they ruined were, it. They, they ruined it all the time, but. <laughs> About whole, with, about whole four is when you'd start hearing the comments. <laughs> and I just wanted to enjoy the nature. Same. You know, because it was very pleasant just to be out there. Yeah. Researchers found enjoying nature up to four times a week, which would be a nice amount of golf time. Yeah. Reduced the odds of using mental health meds by 33%. Wow. The study found spending time in green spaces, which include forests and gardens, while you're out there with your your crapper 200 dumping it in your garden <laughs> as well as blue space which includes lakes and oceans uh, also cut the odds of using blood pressure pills by 36 percent and asthma meds by 26 percent wow you know i do you know if you ever go anywhere if you like water you know and you're sitting on a deck or something oh, it's you, the best, yeah, it is it's just it's the just, best It really is. So I can actually understand this because it does make you just feel wonderful to be away. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it is when you're enjoying that stuff, you're not working. And you feel better. Good point. Yeah, Yeah. because you're not working. Right. 
But boy, it was that, always my dream to have a place on a lake, for sure. You could still do it. Well, there's t- still time. Still time, Matt. We'll don't, see. don't give up on the dream. Live your dream, my friend. And uh, finally, an alligator was found in New Jersey. <laughs> How do they? <laughs> the uh, Monmouth County SPCA said on Facebook the reptile was inside a plastic container <laughs> in an empty lot next to a resident's home. The gator was brought to the shelter, placed in a climate-controlled area with proper air circulation. Hmm. They remind people it's illegal for New Jersey residents to keep gators or caiman, which are consistently, uh, they consider potentially dangerous exotic species, not only as this uh, danger to the public, but to uh, other animals like your little pups and stuff when they're eaten. <laughs> well, yeah. They uh, need very specific care that only pros can provide. The uh, alligator will be moved to the Jersey Division of Fish and Wildlife soon, where it will escape. (laughs) And then we'll have a a terrible story. Then we'll have tales of the (laughs) 20-foot gator that's prowling the Jersey rivers. Doesn't that make you wonder, really? Because you hear all these Florida stories. Yeah. And we've got the humongous snakes down there. Yeah. Surely there is a gator out there that's got to be. Oh, there has to be. There has to be, right? Never before seen something. Yeah. yeah. Just has to be humongous. Yeah. Probably some old dude that's missing some fingers will will tell you all about it. (laughs) He ain't got me 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) As big as a car down now. (laughs) Because he's from Maine. He retired. He used to be a lobsterman. <laughs> Went to Florida. I, you know, there's got to be. Yeah, you know, there's there got to be. There's got to be some, some kind of monster game. I mean, just absolute. Yeah, yeah. There there's to got to be a python over twenty. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, Without question. Just, I just, uh, I wouldn't want to discover it. Have we had stories about about bears getting to people's homes in Florida? Yeah, because we I was talking to someone yesterday about that. And it's like. <laughs> Honestly, bears are the least of your concerns in Florida, but okay. It, it's you know, if you're an old person, you're living down there. Your your life has to be reduced somewhat by the dangers involved of living there, just by the wildlife surrounding you. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, you live sixty six years up here, and then you move down there, and within a year, you're killed by a bear or, a gator. or yeah, yeah, something. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I just wouldn't. The Everglades are, it has to be scary. It just has to be. It's, I would not want to go in there. And, and look how huge it is down So there. you wouldn't want to do one of those like airboat rides where they, you know. you. It's always in that stuff. We'd flip. Okay, something would happen. Okay. <laughs> We'd flip. <laughs> and oh, there we you are. We had a log. <laughs> <laughs> And there you are. Or inside that son of log that's a 30-foot gator. <laughs> oh, here he comes. He's mad. <laughs> That'd be terrible. I mean, it'd be fun to do that if it's not in the marshy swamp. Okay. That's they take those things. Well, I it's mean, just, it just, you know, they're always looking like they're going to flip. Yeah. And then, you know, that'd be my luck. My quite. <laughs> I've never done it, and I'm sure there's people that have and really enjoyed it. But it seems like all the pictures you see of them on those, what are they called, airboats? Yeah, they? yeah. They're doing like 70 miles an hour. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> How do you look out for How do you look for <laughs> It's like people are holding their face or getting stretched back. <laughs> wow, this is fun. <laughs> so I don't know. So there you go, Matt. Some tidbits on this uh, Tuesday, the 17th of January. Hold on here. All right. <laughs> okay, someone just, just, just said, it is a lot of fun and the boat won't flip. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Remember, the Titanic wouldn't sink. <laughs> <laughs> say, do you know us? Because it would happen. It's just uh, what I'm telling you. <sighs> if it can happen, it does. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, they don't go that fast. It sure seems like it. <laughs> Hang on to your hat. <laughs> your eyes are all watering. <laughs> Running over logs, right? <laughs> so there you go, Matt. Some tidbits. We'll do it again tomorrow. Okay. All right, see ya. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.